0: Oh. Uh-huh.
2: sebastian right out of oklahoma city i am hanging out on camera right now is damien from the band cannibal kids what's up dude what's going on everybody coming at you You live from miami florida
0: my I, I thought you guys were a little bit north of miami right now well actually we're super south we lied we're not actually from oh, okay. we're, from, we're from a little city called
2: homestead florida we're out in the boondocks right now we're in the forest okay okay cool you know I, I, i'm so bad at doing this so i'm gonna go ahead and say it now to everyone that's watching on youtube subscribe to our channel you know you got to see the beginning of the of the of the of, of the, the whole film. show and like I never going. say, I never say that's like the first time I think I said it in the beginning. So anyways, so yeah, so hit that little subscribe button. And uh, if you're listening on audio, you can download the feed and whatnot. Okay. anyways, Damien, man, Cannibal Kids. Dude, you know what's so cool about that name is that you hear the name Cannibal Kids, you don't think pop music. Like at all, you know. Right. It you back to Cannibal Corpse, like for me, you know. But you guys are, uh, what uh, what is it called, like a tropic pop? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think I think we try to simplify and just
0: say indie pop music. I think that's a very encompassing term, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I think so, too. You guys have been playing for a while, have you? you? guys got a ton of followers, too, man. Lots of, lots Thank of loyal listeners. Thank
0: you. Yeah, we, we've been around for a few years. We've been grinding, you know, as some indie artists. So, it feels great, man, to have fans and to be able to tour and play around the country and have all those different, you know, all those different people come out to see you. So, it feels great. But, yeah, I know
2: we're kind of all over the place. So, I just say indie pop music. Yeah, that, that's a good way to generalize indie pop. Now, you guys... You guys did a tour recently, right, with Animal Sun? Yeah, fantastic homies. They're from Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. We paired up with them, did uh, the entire West Coast. It was our first time shooting out that far, so it was really beautiful, man. I, it was almost a spiritual experience, and I'm not a spiritual guy at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, can only, I I bet that was such a cool. I you know, had the privilege of meeting the guys from Animal Sun. Actually, came over to the house uh, for that while they were while they were touring. So what, what is it like playing on the West Coast compared to – what because you're, you're following I – mean, I would assume that your main baseballers are probably East Miami based right? No, yeah. I mean,
0: it's definitely more East Coast driven. I mean, we have a good market on this side of the country. So mm-hmm. for our first time, it's one of those things where it's like um, – it's cathartic, risky, dangerous, but at the same time so rewarding because – you get to see fans that have been asking to go to those cities forever. And like one city that we loved so much was Los Angeles. And, oh, yeah. You know, seeing our fans come out in Los Angeles was amazing. Austin, Texas, as well. Um, um, it was, we played in some insane places. So yeah, it's really funny. cool to see
2: them come out. That's been a really cool feeling to go from from Miami, Florida, right? Like the very, and then going to California and still having some people there excited. To see you guys. Right. Cause you're, you're sounding like I don't, I, I'm not. Yeah, and it's, it's good. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say it is something else. It's truly a very unique experience to be like, how do you know who I am? Like I'm 3000 miles this way. Like I don't, I'm, you know, and where we really live is like, we live. If anybody knows roads. We live at the very bottom of U S one. We are truly on the tip of the dick of America. <laughs> like we are in, we are, we are in a very like remote location. So the fact that like kids like us can, you know, with the internet and with our, with our team and with our
2: resources, we're able to affect lives that far. And I don't know. It's, it's very amazing. Yeah. What made you decide to start wanting to do music? And that goes, what, what's the guy behind you? What's his name again? So, yeah, so this is Dustin behind me.
1: Okay, uh,
2: okay. Dustin and I have
0: been working Cannibal Kids from the beginning. Uh, we're childhood friends. We've been making music for as long as I can remember.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we, started in, we started in middle school, high school, playing music together, and then eventually formed Cannibal Kids, um, I think, in the middle of high school. So it's been a long run. We've been in a few bands together, and we, we've tried out different outfits, and it's it's been a long journey
2: yeah yeah you guys into so what made you like what made you because like when i was a teenager dude i never would have started like a pop band i was like yeah no, i'm not doing that shit but <laughs> you guys but you guys do something maybe it's a florida thing or i mean you california do pop music also right but like for me i would have been like punk rock hard rock here's my luke who's what's that man band. so so drummer third half of cannibal kids yeah <laughs> Not, what made you guys decide you wanted to start a very unique, on top of that, great-sounding pop band? Like, how does that come to fruition?
0: So, I mean, I can't speak for all these guys, but for me, anyways, all my heroes are musicians and artists. Like, I grew up following bands i mean uh like in the sixth grade 11 years old 12 years old like Mm. music was a thing that i gravitated towards and meeting Dustin in middle school only pushed me further into it and it just consumed my whole life and um i was the kind of kid to be like i know the album i know the lyrics to death i know the artists i know where they come from i was all into knowing the entire package and following bands like intimately because they were like my heroes you know Mm-hmm. I know a lot of for a lot of kids, it's like athletes, it's actors, it's you know whatever it may be. I just caught the music bug, yeah. and um it's one of those things where it's like a downward spiral. It never, it never goes away.
2: Um no, and, and, it never, and it never will. It never will,
3: man. No, and it
0: never, never will. will. I mean, I'm dude. I'm well into my twenties. Like it's we're not going nowhere. Like we're gonna be doing this shit forever. Um, see if I can frame us all in here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways as far as that's like kind of where i'm coming from as far as like music for me and uh what about you guys what, why do you guys do music
2: i
3: mean uh, you, you like, make them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's actually got a lips and guns pointed at us off frame just don't don't worry about that for now but, uh, it's almost like not really a choice it's just something like you kind of have to do and like you just know it's like this is what I'm going to do. This is what I have to do. You, you, you get bit by that bug and you start playing instruments. You start making music, especially like you find people you collaborate with really yep. well. It's not like something that you can like turn off in a way. It just, it just starts happening and then you're in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And I mean, like we didn't start, like we didn't start and be
0: like we're gonna start a pop band. Like it just kinda has formed into that over time. Yeah. And all of our tastes combined have like we've all kind of been moving in this direction. I mean, we started making alternative rock music, which I think we still have in us. We still have that <coughs> rocky edge to us. Sure. Um uh, we, we we started doing that. But the thing about us is that we're all really diverse music listeners i think that's kind of what makes us different than other bands you'll often find bands where it's like we all fuck with post hardcore we all fuck with hip-hop we all come Mm -hmm. from this kind of background but the reason why i gravitated towards these guys in my in my younger years is because they had such a like an, an insane diverse taste for music and we bonded over things like french house music and we bonded over indie pop bands from like the early, like 2000s, we bonded over rock music and jazz and then like these like pseudo country songs and every, every step of the way, it was like it, everything, every step of the way, it was like, we all love the music in an intense way. And I think it reflects in our records because we, tr- we, we find ourselves not really writing the same song twice mm-hmm. or really even doing anything the same
2: twice. It's yeah. actually kind of hard
0: for us to do that.
2: Yeah, your songs actually do. Uh, the first time I heard your song, one of your songs, Sam McIntosh. You know who he is, obviously. Of course, uh, he came over. He came over here, and and we were talking. He's like, "I know you don't like pop bands," and I was like, "I got maybe I do. I don't know, maybe I do." And I said, anyways, I forgot what song it was. You guys ever in a van driving around?
0: It was voicemail. Oh, voicemail. Voicemail. Voicemail.
2: voicemail. Yeah, I was gonna say cell phone or something like that. I, you know, I I wish I was gonna. We're not playing that song. But anyone who's watching, go check out voicemail. Uh, super, and it does not sound like Jeans um at, at it, all. It, no, it's very different, man. Very, very, very different. Yeah. You, and your music videos, I wish there was a music video to Jeans, and normally we play music videos, or at least a good lyric video, which I saw you had some, but this is the new song, so we're going to help push this one instead. But your music videos, which the fans are going to get to see on this episode, are just awful. Like You have like a, a was it Japanese-influenced one, or... um T- t- what, what What's that song
0: and what's that one all about? So we, it's really cool, man. Like for another really big passion of mine is film. So I okay. love to collaborate with filmmakers that I really appreciate that. I trust that I uh, have, you know, strong collaborative feelings for and synergy with. So I feel like I've gotten to a good place where I'm trusting a lot of my filmmakers to meet me halfway. I've got the right. song, I've got an initial idea, but then after that, like I want them to take it and, and, and see what they feel about this music and where does that take them. So um, for the voicemail music video, that was directed by a guy named Michael Lozano, one of my very, very good film friends. He's an insane one-man army. It was all shot in like one day. It was like a 17-hour, 17-hour day. And um, that video was inspired by the road life and us being on the road. And you know, we we wanted to like showcase little moments of what it's like, like getting gas and getting mugged in a parking lot and staying at a shitty (laughs) hotel and like all those different things. So that was the concept for that. But
2: did um, did that really? Did you guys really get mugged? No, but like getting mugged on the road is super common. We have especially, not, especially in, <laughs> especially in Florida. Right? Especially in Florida. Especially,
0: like fingers crossed, it doesn't happen. But you can talk to any touring band that's toured more than three times. they will say, yeah, like we we've, we've almost always encountered it.
2: Dude, that. Um, that- that, that's why I think a lot of bands, you know, back in the day, when people had the tour buses, they would put, like, their band logo on the side and I rock and... Yeah. Not, we're not trying get, to advertise that. People get robbed, man. You know, it's I, I never realized that until I started the show. I was like, yeah, I guess if someone's going to... If you're on meth and all fucked up one night, if you're going to rob someone and they're right there in a van, that's, you know, you're going to go get the tour bus.
0: Yeah, man, and uh, these guitars are worth a pretty penny at the pawn
2: yeah. shop. You, you don't know, do meth, it'll make you a robber.
0: There you go. Anywho, <laughs> but uh Gene, the Jeans music video is coming out. That's directed by one of my best friends, Brianna Piedra, in and in corporation with uh Ionic Studios. They're incredible artists. It's gonna be my favorite music video we've ever done. Uh but we've gotten really lucky, man. We've gotten some fucking badass videos.
1: Nice.
2: Um, you yeah, you guys have some badass videos, man. Have you guys also done lots of touring? Because I know you guys did this thing with Animal Sun, but have you guys done a lot more touring than just this recent one? That you so came this is so this is our third national tour, and we've done a
0: plenty of weekend warrior stuff, or we've gone out to New York for a weekend, or we've gone out to Wisconsin, or you know wherever the gig may be. Um We've done that. Many times. So, we are like road dogs. I'd say we're yeah. novice road dogs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, most people are like, you're not a road dog until you've done like five years and, you know, you're fucking six years on the road. And, you know, we will probably be there. Like, we, you know, well, that's, yeah. that's kind of the aim. So, um we have been nationally toured three times.
1: You know? Yeah,
2: Nice, man. That's what's so cool, too. I mean, especially with your sound. I'm, we got to play jeans here. I want to show... Like I said, I'm so, there's no music video for it yet, but are you guys making a music video eventually for it? Yes, yes. It's in production. We're literally nice. in
3: post-production. It's, yeah. uh, it's getting close. Almost there.
2: It's <laughs> getting close. Almost there. But all I have is the audio clip I found on YouTube. There's literally no video except for, I think it's just Damien, as just you sitting there. Uh, <laughs> Hope you the, guys are the music place So this is where kind of get a feel for some of your sound. So I'm going to go ahead and jam this song right now cannibal kids their newest single called jeans can't wait for the music video here's the song
1: thanks man Talk about it.
2: dancing the whole time thanks bro <laughs> thank you it's just funny, and i i could see i could see you you couldn't see you, but i could see you and you're like dancing to your own jam dude. <laughs> like, do you like do you guys love, love by the way i love the way your drummer like awkwardly sits in that corner like sometimes he moves to have, like he's doing something else yeah he's like he's like maybe i should sit like this I audience. couldn't find a chair, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, love it. I, love it. I was looking at it earlier, and I actually lost concentration staring at you. Now, I'm trying are memorized <laughs> for some reason by you sitting down over there. Um, thank Dude, you so no. much for enjoying the track, man. Do you love? Do you love every single one of your songs that you put? like? Do you just feel no. like? It's <laughs> like the no, no. no. The answer no. is fuck no.
0: The instant
3: response.
2: No, here's the truth. Here's the truth.
0: Every artist has a love hate relationship with their material, and it's because you're so close to it. And it's like it's kind of like posting a nude of yourself on the internet, and you know yourself.
2: It's kind of like I don't look good from that angle, but sometimes <laughs> <is>. sometimes people <laughs> oh, <you're laughs> like posting a nude of yourself on the internet, like my dick looks better from this angle. I should have <laughs> taken that one before I posted it. Damn it! Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> and as much as artists want to only put out their best work. It's not always that way. And so th- and these songs are very transformative. They mean different mm-hmm. things over time. So a lot of our original songs don't resonate with me anymore. I feel very, you know, they feel a little immature. I still love them. They, ha- It's kind of like I'll always appreciate the moments of making that song and the journey it took to make that. But right. it's not one of those things where it's like I love them all. I do love Jeans. Like we spent so much time, so much blood and energy went into Jeans. And like that is not totally indicative of where we want to go in this for the new records but it's it's definitely the kind of quality and the kind of mature songwriting we want to we want to get towards on these next couple singles
2: so do you do you have and you know a lot of bands will will say no to this question um do you have a favorite song you've written? And before you answer that, I'll tell you why, Band Some bands say no. They say, well, it's like having a baby. Do you have a favorite kid? Favorite I'm like, character. it's not the fucking same thing. It's different. It's like, I like my dog better than I like my cat. I, I'm, I'm my right now. like, yeah, I have I'm a like, <laughs> do do, See, and when people say they don't have a favorite, I feel like they're just being disingenuous because they're on the show and don't want to say that. But I feel like everyone has a favorite song. It's not like kids. It's very. I have kids, so I'd I would think. Yeah. So what? So to me, to me, it's one of these. I have I have a few that mean a lot to me.
0: Jeans is definitely up there. I I think Jeans is my favorite song that we've ever released. But the mm-hmm. one that I would be like, this is my actual favorite. This is the one that I go to and has stood the test of time. Is for me falling in love at Wii Sports Resort. Mm-hmm. I love that, song.
2: dude. Okay, I almost I almost. You guys have a lyric video for that one, all right? Yeah, we actually have a music have video a for video. Yeah, video. Okay, so so I almost picked that one to play, but this was because I, I watched it, right? I thought it was – you have a lyric video for something else that's like 11, 10 months old then. But, yeah. that uh, what, what's, Oh, what's it's, it's for a song called
0: uh, – well, I don't know if it's this one, but we released a, a pop song called uh, Nice Boy Sweet Girl. That also – cool.
2: Featuring yeah. somebody?
0: It features Casey oh, Conrad. Oh, yeah. he you think go outside? Oh, we did a lyric video for "Go Outside" that came out a few months ago. Yeah, where we're, we're okay.
2: like screen world. You guys have like 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 yeah, with you know? a crazy helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. And you know, I almost picked that one because that actually, if even for a lyric video, it's kind of more of a music video. Thank you um, you guys have like a some transformer thing, like blowing yeah, fires yeah. the highway or something like that. It's called, uh, I forget what, what it was called. Uh, what was
0: The name of that contraption. Oh, yeah, what did they uh, It they had, had a name. Had, it
2: looked like, like the... a bee, like a bee. You no, know, it, okay. it
0: was, it was, it was a thing. <laughs> the team I made, the team I made that with is Ionet Studios, who's also making jeans. Uh, they helped us with that lyric video. I approached them with that idea to do a green screen, kind of like crazy music video. And one of the directors was like, dude, I'll make this helmet and it'll be like a face. It was like inspired by uh alien, you know, like the, the suits that they were in alien. And right. uh, All right. there was a funny name for it. It was like, it was like, cock or something like that <laughs> like the name of the construction was cock and it was like like concentrated
2: oxygen something like it was right, like, a whole it, like it was an acronym for something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude did you guys did you honestly think when you first formed cannibal kids and this goes for everyone in the band right did you at all think that you would get the listeners that you guys have now because the band's only been around but a few years right a few right. years and so, you, guys, I mean, I mean, you guys have a lot of Spotify listeners and great social medias. I mean, did you expect that to happen? I, I think it's yeah. I always feel like we had no
0: expectations. It's just yeah. kind of like next thing you know, it was like, hey. Or you know, not next thing you know, it was like years later. It's like, hey, look, now that we've kind of like figured ourselves out, things are actually turning out. I don't recently. think
3: anyone starts a band being like, all right, at least, especially when you're younger, being like, all right, the goal is to be commercially viable. I want this many listeners by Not this time. What's that? I did. <laughs>
2: we're going to be famous. We're going to do this shit. <laughs> I,
0: think, I think a part of us always knew. The reason why we even did this is because because we thought there there is an element of we know that it's special. We believe right. that it's special. It and is, that's yeah. why we're doing it. You know, that's why we put ourselves out there, put the time and resources, the energy, the money to push this music because we do think it's good and we and we want people to enjoy it. But the truth is, the truth is, if there were no listeners and there was nobody giving a fuck and there was nobody coming to the shows, mm-hmm. we would still be making music. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah it, well, because it sounds good and, 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 and you like it and, <clears throat> you know, you guys do a great job. And listen... The name, I was not by any means at all trying to bash on the name earlier. I think it's a fucking awesome name. Thank you. Thank for, you. For a pop band, especially for guys who do indie pop, whatever you want to call it. The name, like Cannibal Kids, you just would not expect yeah. to have that sound. And that's what makes it different and that's what makes it stand out. So whoever came up with that, fucking kudos to you. Yeah. Awesome. It's actually actually Dustin Dustin was the one who who coined
0: the name at first. He's the one who said Cannibal Kids. And it all stems from a very long story, but you're yeah. you're on the money about it. Like the truth is it was a little bit strategic to pick a name that was so vulgar, you huh. know? And and the truth is this is it. Cannibal Kids will forever be this conundrum or this juxtaposition of two things. Gore and violence <laughs> and children's shit.
2: Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah, that reminds, that reminds me of a question I was going to ask earlier that I totally forgot about. In the song, in the video that we just played, well, really just a picture, there is you there, right, with like this hot pink glow around you, kind of similar to my... my yeah, to so the color you have face. on the overlay. On the okay. But then you have the claws of like some creature, right, over your shoulders or whatever. So is there a meaning... Cause I, you know, I was, I was instead of listening to the words, I was kind of taking some notes. But is there a meaning to that that creature? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You? So,
0: so jeans is a special case, but this is true for all of our cover art and all of the visions we've ever put out. There is always this element of gore and terror in almost everything we do, and the reason is is because I mean we're all gore and horror fans. We love scary films. That's like mm-hmm. a big inspiration for us visually. But I love the juxtaposition of the contrast of seeing something really grindy and wild to something gorgeous. And I think the, the, the balance of those two things is what makes us interesting. And you know, that, that's kind of the kind of art we like to make. But the cover for jeans, uh, those hands are that of a kaiju monster. So earlier this year, we performed in our own like miniature city, we called it cannibal city. It was destroyed by a kaiju monster. And for the rest of these singles, we're gonna have kaiju monsters represent the topic of the song. So if you'll notice okay. those hands actually have they're they're like a female creature's hands because they have pretty nails, <laughs> like sharpened nails, they're a little feminine. So I don't want that thing touching me. <laughs> right, right. They look, they look wild, but but they were they're intended to look a little feminine and it's the, oh, is the song behind jeans is about this kind of not super toxic but this kind of empty breakup where you're left kind of not knowing exactly where you land with a person okay. and that ambiguousness of you and this person you love eats at you and it, and it hangs over you and it has control over you and that's where i was coming from when making that cover with my artist mm-hmm. uh Rihanna. Uh, who is the director of the music video? And I gave her the whole spiel about the whole story, and we discussed that we wanted to make these kaiju monsters represent the vice or the muse behind the song itself. So keep your eyes out close because we are very attentive <laughs> with our with our
1: visions.
2: It all has a meaning. So when you when you're so you're referencing the the monster and then the, the what was the name of that little city you're talking about again? The Can, Cannibal City. Okay, okay. Now, now, you might have said it earlier now. I, I was doing some thinking, so the one music video you guys have where you actually built the city out of boxes or yeah. or something like that. Is that is cardboard that boxes? Dude, we we oh my gosh, with
0: the help of our really good friends on it, we made a legit miniature city.
2: That I like, saw that in the Rose. video, the one music video.
0: Yeah. So and, cool, oh man. Thank you so much. And we're all kaiju monster fans like when we were like in our Early teen years, like we would get high at our friend's house and watch these seventies <laughs> films and sixties yeah. films of the kaiju. And I've always loved those fucking costumes and those creatures. I love the whole aesthetic. Um, and to be honest, we're kind of pulling similar messages. Like that's kind of what they were talking about. These monsters all represented something, you know. Right. You know, we're kind of just recycling, reusing some of our inspiration
2: well that's so cool man i'll tell you what you guys are awesome dude i I love the band you guys are fantastic going places cool kids from some weird podunk town right near miami i love it dude if i'm ever in miami i'm gonna hit you i'm gonna hit you guys up and you know i mean i guess i got one last question and this from tiffany i was kind of talking to her earlier on tiffany feybarger from uh, messenger yes and i was like you know what I always kind of ask maybe what I should say or whatever, just kids there's something new. And um, she had mentioned maybe, is there a way you guys reach out to your fans outside of social media? I guess would be my last question. Yeah. You can visit our website,
0: cannibalkids.com. And we have a messaging board where you can message us about anything. You can shoot us a message there. Uh, We're going to start up a Twitch channel in the upcoming years. Nice. Good. So we hope to like build an audience and like interact with our fans even more there. And
1: outside social media. Um,
0: but outside of it um, huh. you can't have my phone number
1: you can't have my personal <laughs> page.
0: we've already been down this rabbit hole nope. it's very scary don't look
2: up our location okay? No, you're not giving out social security numbers here, huh?
0: (laughs) No, yeah, you're not giving out (laughs) info. But I will say this, man. Thank you so much for having us on there. If you guys like what you heard, you guys like what you're hearing, we're the band Cannibal Kids. You can find us on any social media platform, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Anything is
2: at Cannibal Kids. Uh, We got new music coming. We've got a couple of dates. (laughs) Hey, when we shake our heads like this, it's like an extra Yes. It's like, it's like an exclamation point. Yeah, It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a couple shows happening in Florida.
0: So if we got any Florida fans listening, we got a show in Orlando on the 11th. And we are opening up for Magic City Hippies on the 29th, 30th, and 31st. So if you don't have any plans for New Year's Eve, come hang out with us. Come see us at our show, man. It'll be fucking awesome. And
2: that is how you do a podcast, man. Thank you so much. You guys did a fantastic job. Hey, don't go anywhere, though. Stay right there just four till after the outro song. I had a couple of little questions outside the show. I want to thank everyone who listens to The Loud Spot. Please go to www.theloudspot.net. Check out Cannibal Kids on YouTube. Stream them on Apple, Spotify, all other platforms. Us as well. Patreon.com forward slash The Loud Spot. $3 a month really does help us out. Helps with the show and pay for all the stuff and helps gets us, our guests. That's all I got for the show tonight. Peace out. Rock on. Thanks, guys. Love.
0: This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic.
1: Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Yeah. The Nothing Short of Tragic has it back again. Does yeah. everything
0: that's good really have to end? A pin post has a pin show, so to get more
2: episodes, make an order. This is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button.
3: Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe.
2: If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love.
3: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football